Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Work. How do you feel about work? And it doesn't have to be a job where you get paid, just work in general. I have to tell you, I'm kind of lazy. (laughs) As I have been studying my predominant fault, I realize that mine is sensuality. And sensuality is being comfortable. It's kind of taken the easy way out. I've never been a workaholic. I've put forth kind of the minimal effort in my life um, that goes to my schooling, my jobs. I just did like kind of the minimal amount (laughs) to keep my job. And I don't know, that could have been the pot that made me lazy that I smoked, you know, for 20 plus years. I didn't like manual labor. I don't like exercise. I am not one that says, yeah, let's clean the house. You know, let's do this work. I'm not a work lover, but I know that work is important. God made us work. So I remember I cleaned the whole house top to bottom. As I started, I was hating every second of it, but I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to start. I'm just going to go start in this bathroom, in this corner of the house, and work my way all the way through. And when I was done, man, oh man, there is such a beautiful satisfaction that, and I guess I don't want to say pride, but there is some sense of, of being proud of what you did, like, wow. All of that effort actually produced something like a really fresh, clean house. And then for the next few days, right, or the next week, you you take care of that house even better because you put forth that effort to clean it, you know? It's amazing when you look back at work. And today, being St. Joseph the Worker Day, I want to focus on men, Right now, well, last night, check it out, we had on our Radio Maria show with Christine Watkins, Mark Mallett didn't join us because we had a special guest. We had Father Don Calloway. Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. He is a wonderful priest, and I know a lot of you may know him, but he was the person who wrote the Consecration to St. Joseph that I finished the day after Divine Mercy Sunday and had a super spiritual experience as I was reading my consecration prayer. I share it a little bit on the radio show. Keep an eye peeled if you follow me or if you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, which you should because that's where lots of videos and things get posted. 
Um, and when I say subscribe, don't forget to click the bell because then you'll actually be notified when a, a video is on there. And that's where the Queen of Peace videos also are. So that will be out probably in a week. But it was such a beautiful interview talking about St. Joseph. And I had mentioned, okay, today is the day before the Feast of St. Joseph. And let's talk about the state of the world right now. Um, you know, we're really looking at family and men are being kind of manipulated and skewed and morphed into something that was not what God had planned. The family was supposed to be a unit with mom, dad, children to grow, to raise little Christs, to get out and make the world a more virtuous place. The husband gives himself to the wife. The wife gives himself to the husband. They complement each other's natural things that, that they've been made to do, wives to take care of children and to nurture and to love in a different way than, than men. Men have more of a sense of providing and being the caretaker and the leader. And now you look at family division, divorce everywhere. You can marry, this is, I'm, I'm using Donald, Cat, Father Donald Galloway's uh, quote, you can marry anything, like anything. There's a woman, I think, who married her cat or something like that. So there's a total disturbance of marriage and what a family unit and what a family is defined as. And on top of that, you've got males that are now, what are they? Men were men, right? Think about <laughs> back in the day. Some of you I know know this. Some of you may not have ever seen a Western, but you had the Marlboro man. They were, you know strong, independent, you know, physically oriented men, you even and then you kind of went into this, you know, I'm gonna wear a suit and I'll be powerful and all of that, but I'm gonna look pretty, you know, just a little bit different of a morph. And now you've got, I'm gonna look kind of maybe like a woman or even more effem effeminate than what a man is. And now your identity, am I even a man? Maybe I'm a woman. I mean, you think about where Satan and this world has taken the human being, men in particular, and I just scratch my head. And so last night I said, let's talk about all the men out there today and work because work is your, maybe men want to work, right? Maybe there's men out there who are dying to get back to work, but because of the shutdown and the quarantine in their particular states or countries they live in, they can't work and they're frustrated and they're feeling like empty. Their, their role as the provider is now shut down. And I've got, that's got to have a mental toll. I mean, I kind of feel it in my life when I was, I mean, I'm wanting to provide for my family. I'm in a definite different situation. I used to be the breadwinner, and now I'm not. <laughs> Trust me, I am not. And I sit here and I think, man, all of those speaking engagements I could have provided for the family from a financial perspective and also, honestly, feeling like I was doing and pulling my weight, doing my part. So yeah, there's a lot of me that is 
not feeling so hot right now in my situation, but I want to get back to men because today is St. Joseph the Worker. And I think there's something about him as the man of the house, the man of the Holy Family. And I went there with my husband. So my husband, praise God, still has his job. It's considered an essential. Someone just tested positive for COVID. So that's a little bit freaky. Just last night, he came home and told me. So of course, I had my good Samaritan oil that I put on myself this morning. And I wanted him to put it on him. But he was like, no, again, my husband, not totally into faith, but I see some spiritual changes in him. And so when I hugged him goodbye, I tried to rub my, (laughs) I tried to rub my neck on his shirt and stuff. And, you know, he's like, that stinks, you know, it has a pretty powerful cinnamon smell. Um, but while he was upstairs, I grabbed my exercised holy water and I put it all over his car and I did a quick blessing before he left. So I'm praying for his protection and to St. Joseph today in particular, but I had mentioned on the on the radio show that my husband is not digging his job. It's sucking the life out of him. I know that he should be grateful, and I say this every day. Dude, if you weren't working, man, we would be in a whole mess right now. And I know you hate going, and it's stressful. And he comes home, and he's just a beaten down man. He's just not happy. And he's been in this before. And God has pulled him out through many, many, many prayers and through many times where I have just continued to send him emails saying, honey, just be grateful. I mean, think about if we didn't have this job, where we would be and just trying to, to shift it a little. So last night, Father Don Calloway said, okay, I get it. There's people who don't have jobs. There's people who are working way too hard, right? Your doctors, your truckers, the people that are out there trying to provide their grocery store stockers and workers and, you know, delivery people to get food and all that type of stuff, right? There's people who are way overworked. And then there's people who have their jobs that they hate, right? Kind of my husband's situation. And he said, St. Joseph has been all of those. St. Joseph had to walk to Egypt and walk back and forth to Jerusalem three times a year. And it wasn't a quick jaunt. And they had to walk. I mean, you're talking through the desert and the sand on rocky terrain. I mean, it's not fun to do that. But he had to because that was A, what was called from from him spiritually, and B, of course, the angel says, get the heck out of here before Herod comes around. He's looking to kill the child. So they get up in the middle of the night. Now think about it. He goes to Egypt. Who hates the Jews? I mean, hello, you had the Red Sea departed and made a mockery of us and killed a bunch of people, and here we are. We hate you. And there Joseph is. Hi, I'm here. I'm trying to work. I don't know your language. I don't know how I'm going to provide for my family. So I'm sure that there were times when he didn't have food for Mary and Jesus. And I'm sure he probably had a bit of, you know, Lord, help me. I mean, I don't know what God did to provide for them, how they went through these times of traveling to the hill country and and doing all of these things. They were poor and he worked with his hands. But I think that there was a purpose and point of not having him be this prestigious, powerful king or have this prestigious role in the community, because that's not the message that Jesus is all about, right? And Jesus also did the manual labor. 
probably, you know, smacked his fingers with the, with the hammer many times. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, had a backache and sweat off his brow thinking, wow, that was a tough day, but we're made for work. We're made to produce and be productive both in our spiritual life and in our, you know, just daily lives to provide and to support and protect ourselves. And I just want to say that when you think about St. Joseph today, and I don't know if a lot of you are ending the nine-day novena, I hope that it doesn't matter. You can still pray to St. Joseph today on this day of the worker. The reason why we have this feast day is because the communists called it May Day, like work day for the communist party. And making it seem like work was a good thing and the way that they were abusing their workers and taking advantage of them, you know, um, like sweatshop kind of work. And so the, the Pope said, okay, we're going to put in St. Joseph, the worker, because we want to respect the worker and we want to put, you know, just not pride. That's not the word I'm looking for. What is the word I'm looking for? Just to feel a sense of satisfaction and that, yes, I I'm respected as a worker and I feel good when I work. There's something to be said about putting in a good day's work. Then you can look back and you're like, okay, that was a good day. Even though you might've hated it, even though it was hard, even though you sweat and you ached and you had pains throughout it, on the other end of the day, when you're sitting back reflecting, a good day's work is pretty cool, you know? So let's all, if you're a man, just kind of pray to St. Joseph and say, I want to be a better man. I want to be a better man spiritually, in my work, and in who I am representing a man to the world. If you're a husband, then extend one more and say, and I want to be the best husband I can be spiritually, emotionally, and as a provider and a protector. And then, of course, a husband to love and respect your wife, to compliment your wife. And I mean, not in terms of, oh, honey, you look so good. Thank you for doing what you're doing, which I think is good too. But to compliment your wife's differences, you are supposed to be a certain person, right? You have certain innate qualities as a man that a woman doesn't have. Forget the physical piece of it, but we're made differently. So your wife is supposed to be a nurturing. She's going to be emotional. She's going to have different needs to talk and feel, you know, put feelings out there. And you don't have that necessarily. I know this because I've, you know, lived with a man for long enough. Um, But when you do talk, there's always a beautiful ending to it, as long as it's not a finger pointing thing, right? If you're just throwing feelings out there and just saying, okay, but with respect and love. I just want to thank men for stepping up and being providers for their family, for being that leader, uh, for being that strength, for being the person that the whole family, whether you know it or not, leans to. And I want to also thank men who are standing up for their beliefs, who have spiritual and faith-filled lives that people can see, who stand up for the rights of life, who stand up against 
others when they're doing wrong things. And at night that you can put your head on your pillow, whether you're working or not, you're in a bad situation or not, you're in a trial, you're in consolation, you're in desolation, whatever is going on in your life that you can put your head on that pillow and you can rest and pray to St. Joseph every night saying, St. Joseph, pray for me. Help me be a better man like you. Help me be humble. Help me trust in God that everything will be fine. I know you have gone through all of what I've gone through and then some. Let's really think about what St. Joseph had to go through being the father of God. I mean, talk about pressure. And then the husband of the Virgin Mary, the mother of God, the pure one, the one that he's not even worthy of being with. Can you imagine? So yes, St. Joseph is where men should go and where women should go, especially if they want their men to be more like him. (laughs) You know, my whole nine day novena was not for my sake. It was for my husband's sake, for St. Joseph to come into his life. But St. Joseph is also my daddy. He's my spiritual father. And I didn't have much spirituality in a male role model in most of my life. I mean, nothing wrong with my dad, but he was not that spiritual leader. And that's where I rest. And I say, you know, St. Joseph, my spiritual father, my spiritual daddy, take care of me. I mean, he is just standing right next to Mary. Mary's the top. He's one rung down, but he is the most important person next to Mary. And he's our father. He's supposed to take care of us just like she does. So there may be a lot of women out there who had no real good father figure. And that's where you can run to St. Joseph. Pray to St. Joseph and ask for that love. Last night, and I'll get done with this. Last night, um, there was another story of of a wonderful fruit that came from the consecration to St. Joseph. And I highly recommend it for everyone, man and woman. If you have not done it, do it, please. It was beautiful. I learned so much about St. Joseph that I didn't know. And I have such a new found respect and love and devotion to him. But this woman had said, as she was reading, you know, the, the book, she was feeling, um, St. Joseph sing this lullaby to her one night and her father never sang to her. I think she was in an abusive situation. She didn't have a loving father and it was the most beautiful music, the most beautiful voice. And she could think about St. Joseph singing a lullaby to Jesus. And that's the difference in having a spiritual father that none of us have maybe had on this earth, or at least not to that perfection, right? To that degree. And we have it available to us, not only in God, the father, almighty, the creator, but in St. Joseph, the one that God chose to be the spiritual father to every human being on the planet. That my friends is powerful. So let's pray to St. Joseph, the worker. Let's pray and be grateful and thankful for the work, whether we like it or not, For those who are out of work, for work, that this pandemic will go away. We will be back to some sort of normalcy, if you will. I don't think we'll ever be normal again, but 
will get into something. And for those who don't have jobs, just pray. Pray for St. Joseph. There was one thing that I learned in that consecration. He doesn't waste time. Every saint had that, you know, had devotions to him and said, yeah, he is an act. And he acts, right? And he acts right away. He's an action man. I mean, the think about it. The angel said, get up and go. They got up and go and went in the middle of the night. He's not lackadaisical and going to hang around, you know, mulling it over. He's going to act for you. So go pray to St. Joseph the Worker. I hope you have a fabulous day and keep the faith, keep the trust, keep your eye on God and your heart on Jesus and your soul mixing with the Holy Spirit today and be love and be joy. Attract people to Jesus. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.